Blog Talk Radio. Metro D.C. area. 
she is filled with lots of energy, as I found out speaking to her directly on the phone. She is filled with a presence from the Almighty Creator that allows her to be truly one that has wisdom. And she has poured this wisdom into three books that she's authored. And the first one is called Navigating Life's Roadways. The other is Stories of Insights from My Odyssey and Inspiration for Your Journey, in which she shares poignant narratives about her setbacks and successes while honoring the lessons from her family and other heroes. In that she has experienced and had in her life. She's an Army veteran with degrees in sociology and human resources, and she's taking a break. She just enjoys doing like I do, traveling, reading, and taking long walks in the community. And I just found out after I read the very, very bottom of her thing, I, I saw it initially, but she's a member of Delta Sigma Theta. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, Mary. <laughs> Look, look, I said, I was, you know, you know, so, oh, wow, how awesome. Okay, you know, but, you know, I should have known by the way that which you present yourself, the way you are, the characteristics that you have, that that would be who you belong to for a sorority. So I'm honored on today to have you here with me on the program. Thank you also for your patience and dedicating this time out to spend with us here on Moments of Conversation. Not a problem, Marion. Good to be yes. here today. <laughs> Yes. So, Deborah, I've talked about um, your accolades and what you're doing, but I want to talk about the book um, in particular, the one um, that I enjoyed coming across and you sent me over. Let's talk about navigating life's roadways. I mean, how, yes. where do you get this? Tell me, tell me about where this whole came, this whole concept came from, and why you felt it was important enough to put it into uh, book format. Yeah, and again, thank you also for the introduction because it was very much on point, particularly the part where you mentioned that I I listen to the Creator and follow mm-hmm. His His guidance uh, in doing the things that I I do. Um, you know the good the good and the challenges uh, of my life. But um, I wrote uh, this particular book, which really is my autobiography, in the midst of grieving the loss of my mother uh, in 2010. Uh, it was a, just a horrid time. That's the only way I can say it uh, in my life uh, because, you know, like a lot of people, you think your parents are going to be here forever. And my mother in particular was a very robust, uh, you know, woman, uh, but she had leukemia, and it was nine months from her diagnosis to her passing. So, you know, mm. watching her go down, as uh, people say, or suffer was, you know, certainly a big challenge. And then the aftermath. Of all that, so um, so a number of other things started going on for me after my mother passed away. Uh, there's an expression, uh, as they said, the old folks say uh, that losses come in threes, and I experienced that, you know, from a business perspective and a personal perspective uh, during that period. So I just started asking God what I was supposed to do, and yeah. writing is something that had been on my radar for 20 years. I had uh, started a version of uh, this product uh, then. And so uh, I was led to pick up um, you know, this version. I'd started in 1993 and go to a particular chapter. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, I had about 10 pages and grew it into a 300-page uh, book. And that's not to frighten yes. anybody about the book but because it is in the format of stories. And just the way the energy converged for me to remember stories from my childhood and also honor my mother and my family in the process, and even deal with some of my own life issues 
during that um, that time. Uh, as I said, it's about my setbacks and successes, and um, you know there are a number of you know things that I I, I still struggle with, like we all do from time to time, uh, and particularly when life uh, gives us those uh, low moments. And so, uh, what what do you do with do with those? So, uh, but I said it was a very much a creative and a spiritual venture. I felt my mother's presence uh, as I was writing the book, and so for that reason, I tell people that you know she's my spiritual co-author. Uh, of this product, I I love that too because I think that um, that's kind of when we're when we're most animate to listen and to really do some reflection. And as I read the stories, I found myself giggling because they're told in such a way you can't help uh-huh. but <laughs> you can't help but experience them along with you, and then find yourself doing some reflection as far as your own life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and you and your um your prologue was excellent just so you know. I was very intrigued by that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I said this woman has written this book. And cuz I told you I was going to read it while I was traveling. It just uh-huh. it just kept me going. It was so it was very much a good read. Oh, what's that? And so and so what you say your audience then as I was reading, I was trying to think, you know, so how would we, you know, who needs to have this book in their hands to get them? To, yeah. to to improve their life. Who needs to have this book? And so I'm going to ask you that. I mean, I kind of had some ideas for myself as who I would, you know, purchase it for and give it to. But I, I thought that it would be an important book to give to someone who is going just exactly what you going through what you experienced prior to writing the book. Yeah. What, what do you say to that? Yeah, definitely someone who is experiencing uh, you know, a deep felt loss. Uh, in my case, it was my my mother, but I also found the other. Grievings that I've I've had in my life from even the loss of uh, not having a father in my life. I found myself, uh, you know, grieving that part of my life as well because my mother was a single parent of uh, of four mm-hmm. children. So so single parents uh, I found is another audience that's given me wonderful feedback um, because you know one of the pieces I share about my mother as a single parent. Uh, I was born actually when she was a senior in high school. Uh, and she went back to high school after I was born, and this was in the mid-1950s, so it was no easy feat wow. for a poor rural black family <laughs> during Absolutely. that time. So, but it certainly spoke loads, you know, as I reflected on it, for certainly for her and her determination, which is how I describe her a lot, uh, and as well as my grandparents, you know, because somebody had to look out for me <laughs> when uh, mm-hmm. she went back to school. So, uh, And just the things that she did in spite of being a single parent. She never played victim, never made excuses. So, so I think single parents would, would find, you know, some of the uh, the stories I, I connect about her and uh, her four children uh, very helpful. Um, I initially thought my main audience would be uh, more, more baby boomers, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so to speak, uh, but I've had, you know, several young women in particular, and, and one in particular as a single parent in her 20s, who just really she sought me out after she she read the book uh, because she saw so much of her own life in there in that respect, yeah. as well as some of the other challenges um, that I addressed. As much as my mother and I loved each other, we also had some challenges. <laughs> oh, yes. so, yeah. And, you know, and that's why I said I found myself kind of reflecting on my own life, and I, and I think I've shared with you that I also was a teenage parent. And so, you know, just that whole idea of knowing how I am with my oldest daughter, who's mm-hmm. the eldest, you know, because she came first, and there was such a yeah. gap between the next time, you know, after you know, getting married, and we we decided we had to wait to have more children. 
And I, I just found myself being like, wow, <laughs> saying, yeah. wow, that's me. I understand. And I think that's such an important part of this story as you talk about navigating because it is important to be able to navigate. We need to know that we do have a direction that we should be moving, and that's forward first and foremost. But your stories allow you to know that you're not alone yes. in having to navigate this roadway of life. And so, yes, yes. a lot of people said they looked at those stories, and you know, they, again, there's 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 a story in there for a lot of people. Uh, but people wound up saying, "Me too," and uh, yes. a number of people expressed that it gave them permission to look at their lives a little differently, uh, even those low moments. Um, because as you also saw from the prologue, uh, that you know depression is an, an area uh, that I, I struggle with and, and have for, for quite some time. But being mm-hmm. able to put it in retrospect, I now see that those low moments, those valley experiences, as I, yes. uh, I call them in the book, uh, that they're all ordained in a way. Um, that you know, a God. You know, God always has the plan for us, and we can't always see it. Uh, you know, that vision isn't always as plain as we would like it to be, particularly in our earlier years. But uh, certainly, I have no doubt <laughs> that um, mm-hmm. those experiences were part of uh, what was supposed to happen for me to allow me to birth these books, as well as you know, some of the other things I do in my speaking and my training. Um, you know, again, once you experience something, you know, there's that empathy, yeah, I found, that can be uh, helpful uh, as Absolutely. other people come to share their own their own stories and, and to not judge other people's stories. And um, and there's no shame in that. Um, you know, that um, uh, initially uh, I talked to several people in my family about sharing that part of my life, and they said, well, if you're ready to share it, that means you've also reconciled it. Oh, yes. <laughs> as well. And, uh, and of course, now we see that this whole issue of mental health, which you know, is a range of issues that fall in that category, um, is something that uh, we haven't always dealt with as a society very well because of, because of shame. <laughs> yes. So, yes, uh, absolutely. But, yeah. Well, Deborah, I'm gonna, we have a, a bunch of folks who have put up their hands to say something to you here oh, on the okay. program. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick station identification break, and then we're going to come right back, and we're going to take your phone calls here on Moments of Conversation with Marion Afua. Today my guest is known as an author, Deborah Parker. And she has some phenomenal pieces of work. I'm telling you, you should really take an opportunity to get them out. And we're going to talk about how you can get a hold of her books, Navigating Through the Roadways of Life. I mean, if you read this book, you will find yourself in this book, and you will find healing in these books. You will find a story that matches up with someone you can connect with and you can share this. This is a great opportunity to bring this forward here today on Moments of Conversations. We'll be right back after this break. Life and Spiritual Coach, Minister, Author, and Inspirational Speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480. 480- 269 1038 480 269 1038 or by visiting efoaspeaks.com E F 
UAseek.com. Marion E. Four, change for today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. And we are back here again at Moments of Conversation. Again, my guest is author Deborah Parker. Deborah, we're going to take a few phone calls. You ready for that? I am. All right. We're going to go to our first caller. Good morning and welcome to Moments of Conversation. Are you there? Good morning. Good morning. Did you have a comment or a question for Deborah this morning? Yes, um, I was wondering what uh, what was your process, your journey into um, making a decision to write write this awesome book. Oh, thanks for your question. Uh, I actually have always loved to write. Uh, I even have papers from when I was in high school <laughs> uh, that I've kept in uh, uh, my collection. And uh, what I found is that you know once I get something in my head. <laughs> um, it's about you know trying to make it happen, but it's also about the appointed time for for that. And I had started a, a version of um, uh, this book uh, in 1993 after I'd actually finished a master's program, you know, looking at some cultural issues, and and then it evolved into uh, this um, this this autobiography. Actually, uh, my uh, uh, brother that's right behind me. Uh, said, well, why don't you write more about your own life? Because people like to read about other people's lives. So, but once I got the momentum to write, and as I said, you know, that came out of uh, uh, the loss of my mother, I was led to start writing something every day. And because for me, I consider it creative nonfiction. Uh, I went out for walks. Uh, anytime I got near nature, you know, I just found these ideas coming into my into my head. So what I encourage people to do, if you have an interest in writing a book, is to just start writing, 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 whether you're blogging, um, uh, whether or not uh, you're putting together a website, whether or not you're doing poetry, whatever it is, try to tend to that craft, you know, on, you know, a schedule. You know, initially it could be, um, you know, once a, a week or what have you, but once you build the momentum, you'll find that you've got to touch that product every day. Um, then I encourage people to also look at joining writing groups and other local associations where you'll be amongst other people who have the same type of, uh, of interest uh, as you as putting their uh, their thoughts on, on paper. Absolutely. Thank you. Caller, I want to thank you for uh, that question. Do you have another question or comment before we move on to the next caller? Yes, I just wanted to say that um, you are such an inspiration um, to women as far as having that confidence to come forward and write about their story. And um, you're an inspiration to me as well because I wrote a book on myself mm-hmm. called How Far Will You Go for the Ring? Mm-hmm. And it's a story about um, myself in um, being victimized by domestic violence and how I overcame Mm-hmm. That um, that abuse, and I wanted to, you know, not only touch on my story as a um, survivor of domestic violence, but also 
touch on the social issues that women um, find themselves into, those behavioral yeah. traits, uh-huh. um, being broken and uh-huh. uh, hurt and vulnerable um, coming from uh-huh. those relationships, yeah. um, how we find ourselves being promiscuous or um, dating emotionally unattached men. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can fall ourselves into uh, sexuality confusion. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. a mental breakdown. Yes, having mm-hmm. having a nervous breakdown because you're dealing with so many different um, feelings of um, abandonment. You know, physical, emotional abuse, and mm-hmm. then you have children, and you're trying to cope with that, and just the working force and everything. And so, I just wanted to just say to you, I appreciate you. I honor you as a um a female and a, a woman who uh was brave enough to do what you've done. Oh wow. Well thank mm-hmm. you so much and I honor you as well, you know, just listening to your your story and the power I hear uh behind that. Particularly when you talk mm-hmm. about overcoming. Because we've all been through stuff. Right? Right. And, Absolutely. And particularly as women we get to be a certain age, you know, I mean, all the things that you mentioned around, you know, uh, dating the wrong kind of men or what have you, that's that's a part of my story as well. Um, mm-hmm. But it does come back to uh, again who you were created to to be, and and having that confidence to move and grow from even the roughest parts of your life. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Carla. I now know who you are. I didn't catch the voice initially <laughs> because I only get a phone number. But good morning to you, Roxy. Good morning. <laughs> All right. I just I just recognized when she said the name of her book. I'm like, oh wait a minute, this is my friend, someone that listens and, and supports often, often. So I appreciate that. Oh sure. Um, and so thank you for um, tuning in. We're going to take the next caller coming in. I'm going to put you back on hold, and we'll take the next caller. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Moments of Conversation. Do I have someone on the line? Okay. I think they may have forgotten that they had us on the phone line. Uh-huh. Good morning. Okay. We're going to we're going to put them back on put them back online. And we'll come back. They come back again. So, Deborah, you know, I want to what the, what the caller said previously. Um, I, I think that's so important. As I said, as I as I was reading through the book, I wanted to ask you something. I know when I write, it's something something um, that I felt in this book, and I I have a special part. I found a part, and I'm trying to dig through the pages now. I'm searching through the pages. But what would be your favorite? Piece that you've shared in this book. Are you able to do that yet, or you have so much? <laughs> yeah, there, there is so much. There is. I mean, it's a great piece. It really yeah. is a great book. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely find reading about again my the loss of my mother, uh, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. highlighting because of that reflection was just critical. Highlight yes. just who she stood to be in this world in spite of heartbreaks, you know, hard times and what have you. She kept her eye on the ball as a mm-hmm. mother. And I know I would not be doing the things that I'm doing if it were not for her. You know, I and navigating life's roadways, I use this uh this term that, 
You know, it's not just about our GPS. It's about our IPS, our internal positioning system, what keeps us on course. And as I said, my mother, I, I spoke at her homegoing service. I said, she's the most determined person I have ever known. And I said, yeah. now that resides on my dashboard, my IPS dashboard. <laughs> I love that. The photos that you share in your book, um, it only adds. I mean, it's, it's almost you just find yourself kind of going with the quotes, and you have these awesome quotes inside, uh-huh. and and then you you couple them with the photos, and then you go and you read the narrative components of uh-huh. the stories, and you're just like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> let let me know, just share a real funny thing about the photos. Yeah, I, okay. I wasn't sure if I was going to put pictures in the book initially or which pictures, but as I said, I went on these walks, and that's where, you know, again, you know, God spoke to me, and I said to my mother, too, whatever he's letting her do up there, she's doing it. And so one morning, mm-hmm. almost done, going for a walk, I heard my mother's voice say, put some damn pictures in the book. All right, man. <laughs> and, and I mean, they, it was just and they clear, and that's story. how she spoke, yeah. She was no nonsense. I mean, but it adds point. something to it. Yep. It adds, it, it only complements. It doesn't take away from it. Uh-huh. And it personalizes the stories even more. And, it, and as I said, a lot of times we have memories, and a lot of us don't want to uh, revisit them because we may say, well, oh, when I was 12, I had a horrible, you know, time when I was growing up. But sometimes we have we forget. We're so busy worrying about what went wrong, we don't remember what went right. Yes. And yes. I think that's what you're pulling out. And when you add those photos to this book, it just made me, when I looked over and saw the picture, like there's one of a of an old car. I can't think of the name of the car now. But I remember there was a picture. It made me, it reminded me of my father's. It had the very same car, except it was black. Uh-huh. And in your photo, I believe it was a light-colored car or, yep. you know, the the, uh, the one with the stairwell. You had one that had the stairwell that reminded me of being in Senegal uh, at the door yep. of Norway mm-hmm. When I went to Gory Island, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, and so it made me remember about being home in Africa. And it just was it just was the stories that matched up, you know. And then you have the one about <laughs> when you're given the – I'm just telling this. The book is full with so many exciting <laughs> and, and alive um, – it really breathes life. Yeah. And as you said, for anyone who has had an experience that has led them to a place where they feel that they need some extra um, emphasis in their life to rebuild, regain, and begin preparing to recognize that internal positioning um, station, that's what we need to begin to do is mm-hmm. revert back to that. And we talk about that all the time here on moments of conversation that everything we need is already inside of us. Yes. Sometimes we just need someone to come by and remind us that it's there and help us identify it and pull it out and get it into activation. So yeah. I definitely there's, want to recommend. There's a reconciling process, you know, because the other thing I tell people, I say, what did your childhood teach you? you know? Yeah. <laughs> Even the bad Absolutely. parts. And, um, you know, as you read, you know, I grew up in a rural area, and we didn't even have indoor plumbing. Uh, mm-hmm. But I said there was a lesson to learn from the chores. <laughs> that I had Absolutely. as a kid, uh, and doing those things to keep the household together. Yeah. And it brought about a sense of a sense of connectedness, and, and we talk about that here, the interconnectedness of, of individuals one to another and understanding that without each other, this, it's really difficult to move forward. Mm-hmm. Even, like you said, even the part that we did not necessarily appreciate or find value in at that moment, we may have had some discomfort, that we can still survive and we can persevere and we can make it 
uh, happen and we can bring about a change in our life. I'm, I'm, I'm frantically want to say to all of you, I know we're getting short on time for this interview. We have, oh, we've got a note, we have two minutes left for this interview. <laughs> but I want you to tell people um, how they can get a hold of your book and how they can get a hold to you um, to talk to you more and to purchase the book. Okay, all right. Again, the title of the book is Navigating Life's Roadways, Stories of Insights from My Odyssey, Those Setbacks and Successes, and Inspiration for Your Journey. So the website is navigatinglifesroadways.com. The book is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and also on uh, eBook Kindle. Uh, so, again, for those who are in very much into the technology age, there's a way to uh, to do that. Uh, you will also find on that website, navigatinglifesroadways.com, uh, my contact information via email uh, or cell phone or my Facebook page. So definitely feel free to reach out to me. I do, uh, as Marion in, uh, indicated in the introduction, I do speaking as well as corporate training on leadership, diversity, career uh, issues. So I would welcome that that opportunity. Uh, also, I have uh, two other books. Uh, my most recent one is actually a book on career life success called For People of Strength, Soul, and Spirit, Seven Guidelines for Life and Career Success, which is also available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and eBook Kindle. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And as you can tell, Deborah is a bundle of energy, and she is serious. And she comes from a place that just really just pours out into just by being in her presence. So, Deborah, I want to make sure, and, and her name is Deborah. It's spelled like Deborah, B-E-B-O-R-A-H. I want to make sure I, I um, emphasize that. Uh-huh. And it's, guess what? So her name, her name Deborah, has a relationship to me because that's my eldest sister's name who is now um, transitioned. Uh-huh. And Parker is a former married name. So oh <laughs> from the, from the mom, from I didn't tell you that part the other day we talked, but yeah, so that's how we got together. And she just is someone that I really believe in, and I believe in her works that she has created, and I'm excited about it. So if you're thinking of a holiday gift, go ahead and consider purchasing Deborah's books uh, that are available um, to you. Navigating definitely this one is called Navigating Life's Roadways: yes. Stories of Insight from My Odyssey and Inspiration. For your journey. Yeah. I want to thank everybody who has joined us. and most formal thing, so it's Deborah L. Parker. Okay, so, Deborah uh, L. Parker. Yeah. So make sure you connect with her, and let's share with each other as much as we can. And so, Deborah, I want to thank you again for joining me here on Moments of Conversation, and all of you who have been listening and participating on today. It was indeed an honor and a pleasure, as always, to have you here. And remember, when things begin to overwhelm you, when they begin to cloud your vision, when they begin to take you on a journey where you are not in control, stop right there, scream out nice and loud, that's not my reality. Ah. And take a deep breath and know there is more that is awaiting you. Until next time, we'll talk to you again real soon here on Moments of Conversation.